In the year 2017, an innocent man accused of a crime has a choice. Hard time or prime time. Sensational, perfect contestant. I want him. He must pay or play the running man. On your mark! I'll be back. Go! The highest rated TV show in history. Guess they want us to stay. It's a game between life and death. Give you a lift. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the running man. He's playing for a prize. The prize is his life. How about the life? The Running Man. Welcome back to Reels, Booze, and Bros. If this is your first time tuning in, I encourage you to subscribe to the show so you can hear all the fun episodes we have created and for future shows coming up. For everyone else, if you haven't done so, please, please, please subscribe. Rate and review us on iTunes so we can bring kind of better content to you guys out there so we know what you want. We can bring the best. And lastly, some good news. We've got a brand new website. Check it out at reelsboozeandbros.com. You can find all of our social media there, links, and some great content that goes along with the show. Some little behind the scenes, a little BTS on the show there. So reelsboozeandbros.com has all of our social media there. We can find us. So that's what I got for opening up the show. I'm here with my co-host. I'm Jay, as you know. I got Brian here and Nick as well. Guys, how you doing today? Uh, we're good, man. Another night. Season two. Ready to do it. <laughs> That's right. Season two. Thank you. Oh, wow. This is episode one? Yep. Episode wow. one, season two. Wow. The hell the time flies. Uh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Enjoying a, a delicious beverage here. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. And nice segue onto the, onto the booze <laughs> now. So today for the booze, I think I'll take the lead on this one right here because I had this one before. So this is called Oak Armored from the uh, brewing company Backward Flag. This is a very good beer. It has a nice uh, oaky flavor, smokiness to it, light and smooth. They are a veteran-owned uh, brew company, and uh, 17% of the beer is donated to veteran charities. Thank you very much, gentlemen. As a veteran myself, I really appreciate it. I recommend this beer. It's a nice beer. I feel like this would go great with uh, a nice acid cigar. Outside of the fire pit, chilling with. What do you guys think? Uh, I actually like everything you just said right there. <laughs> you know, uh, like I, I personally like the fact that it is a uh, veteran-owned, and the some of the proceeds go back to them. So that's that's really cool. You know, being you know your brother and seeing what you did, that's awesome. So anything to do to support the veterans, you know, I'm all for it. Appreciate it. Very good. Nick, any comments on the beer? Uh, it's a nice, light, delicious beer. I agree with the patriotic sentiment that's been sent around by everybody. Uh, definitely love to support uh, our vets for their uh, for their service and all that they do to keep our freedom. 
so we can do podcasts where we talk about reels, <laughs> booze, and bros. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how it is. A little, I'll drop a little knowledge. The reason why it's called backwards flag and they see it on uniforms is the fact that when you run towards the enemy with the American flag, it's flying backwards with the wind being pushed. So that's why it's called the backwards flag. So we look at a patch next time on one of our veterans and one of our military members, even our own uh, uh, federal uh, police officers and local police officers when they have the flag attached. It's we always going towards the the fight and not away from it. That's why it's considered backwards. All right, on to the show. So season one, as we said, just ended. We uh, ended the season one with this is the end. It was a fantastic podcast. Very uh, lots and lots of laughter. It was very tough editing and, and posting it on there. I, I couldn't stop laughing myself. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed that. If not, check it out, especially for you new listeners. Today we are bringing you now the Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. This movie, <laughs> oh my god, uh, very, very, very good. It's just so the nostalgia it brings back and how much of the of the era it shows. Anyone else want to jump in on uh, here? This is classic, classic 80s action movie. As Nick and I were talking earlier, I don't think it holds up as well as when you first watch it. Are, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, listen, I love it because of the stupid one-liners and the puns and everything in there oh my god the puns but when you do look at it you're like man like i guess they use the same generic punch for every 80s like movie like going back from rocky all the way to like like you hear the punch and it looks like this dude should be dead off of one punch the way it sounds and it's like he gets right back and just laughs so you're like what yeah it's a straight comic book but it but it's i mean just based on that it's still it's still a good movie for me. Like I enjoy it. I watch it every time it's on. So I, I can't say anything bad about it. But it's just I think it just needs to be updated. Yeah. Yeah. I got you, Nick. What do you think? I think that going into the movie, I thought it was a great, great movie, and I loved it, and remembered watching it as a kid on Sundays, which is kind of surprising that on regular TV you'd watch a movie like that, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jesus and uh, Schwarzenegger. Well, you got to look yeah. at it. There, there wasn't really many cursing in there, so right. And, and the there wasn't really like gory bloodshed violence. Like there's there's right. violence. You see things happening, but yeah. you don't you don't like really see it happening. It insinuates more than it shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a lot right. of off camera of right, bloodshed right, that was right. going on. Gotcha. So a little background on the movie. So it is the Running Man is a 1987 American dystopian action film directed by Paul Michael Glacier. And starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Maria Conchaletta Alnasso, Richard so Dawson, hot. <laughs> Yafet Kodo, and Jesse Ventura. Uh, my man, Jesse. You see, it is very loosely based on the 1982 novel of the same title written by Stephen King and published under the pseudonym of Richard Bachman. So Stephen King wrote this, but it was underneath his uh, pseudonym and name. The film's story set in dystopian United States between 2017 and 2019. We're in the year 2021, so it would have been interesting if that actually did happen. Almost it did. See, it is about a television show called The Running Man, where convicted criminal runners must escape death at the hands of professional killers. They're stalkers. Ru- <laughs> they call them stalkers. They're stalkers. That's true. Let's get it right. <laughs> All right. So The Running Man was a moderate box office success in the United States, grossing $38 million on its $27 million budget, but open to mixed reviews from critics. The same year, a great movie came out as well. Anyone know what same year? Again, 1987. Predator? Correct. Predator came out that same year as well. So that's all I got for the background on the Arnold movie. Arnold doubled up, huh? Yeah, very interesting. I got some little behind-the-scenes BTS about that later on, so we'll get into that. 
And those are reviews for the the movie. For me, I just thought it was a simple plot movie that allows you to jump and watch at any plot during point during the film. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely. Yes. You can you pick know, it up there's anytime. Nothing crazy that you have to. Like I don't understand what's going on. Like yeah, this, no, is, yeah, this isn't like a uh, Christopher Nolan film. When next thing you realize, like, why is this the buildings falling? Are we but dead? yet no one's going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You're not going within a dream, within a dream, within a dream, and then realizing yeah, that you're being chased by Sub Zero. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. For now, let's see the reviews. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 64% on the Tomato Meter, 60% audience score, IMDb 6.7 out of 10, Metacritic. Uh, let's see the Metacritic uh, score 45 out of 100 and user score 7.0 out of 10 pretty much on par very good said simple plot nothing going crazy about it. not gonna make you think pick it up at any time it's overall enjoyable movie yeah you know this is Arnold kind of like right at his peak you know he's in my opinion the greatest action star of all time so it's just shows where he's at in his career where he could just do whatever he wants you know pretty much oh, he's on screen it's I just gonna be beer. A, Fuck. it's gonna be successful <laughs> You know, I see. Yep, it is very good. So we'll take a quick break as I spill up the beer that I uh, got, and hopefully doesn't destroy our podcast and Nick's lovely wooden table. So stand by, ladies and gentlemen. Technical difficulties. Okay, we're back. The spill has been taken care of for those of you who care. Nothing got damaged, so we're fine. Just my uh, my pride in spilling some very good beer. And let's start now with the uh, the favorite scenes. So anyone like jumping on favorite scenes? What they got there? I I, I, I before I we kind of got skipped here. Um, Jay, as your host, you <laughs> kind of dropped the ball on the duties. Brian got to speak about his oh, his I'm... thoughts on the the critics' reviews, and <laughs> no, none of my feedback came. I, I know this isn't. I'm not going to be pro running the Running Man, but you don't have to skip me because I want to give this movie like a three. <laughs> All right. Usually yeah, I forgot. I tied it in with the background. Usually I have nothing on the background. Yeah, movies. yeah. The background I got nothing on. I got nothing on facts. Just opinions. Lots of opinions. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, for me. The, the the big thing like Brian said is that um, this movie didn't age well it was a great movie when I was a kid I loved watching it back then but watching it now there's a lot that I'm just like why why, why did I like this movie <laughs> why did I like it? I, don't, I don't know I don't it doesn't make sense to me it holds a nice place in your heart that's why oh it, it, there's definitely the nostalgia is <laughs> there but the I critic think, nowadays is just like that. Nah. I think some of it you realize with what's on TV now that we're not far off from watching this on TV with some of like the reality shows that we have. Uh, that's a pretty bold statement there. Could I see it happening? I'm not saying uh, this year. Maybe, maybe in some countries <laughs> around the world. <laughs> I don't know if that necessarily in America we yeah, we'd I, see that, but yeah. didn't mean to go down this road. But yeah. uh, Jesus, <laughs> took a, we took it escalated quickly. All right, let, let's reel it back in. All right, Nick, I apologize. You said your thoughts. Okay, I got it. I understand. So that's what we got for there. So let's head on to now our favorite scenes. So, Brian, I'll start with your favorite scenes. What do you think? For me, my favorite scenes, for the most part, is pretty much going to be towards the end of the movie because that's where, like, all the action is. But I do want to get into a couple, like, earlier scenes that set up, like, the plot of the movie and all that sort of stuff. The first one for me is the breaking out of prison scene. Arnold with the beard, which you never really see him with a beard. Mm, so that was, that was pretty pretty different for him, like, in that time frame. 
Also, when he's lifting that gigantic uh, steel beam like it's nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, and yeah. his bicep looked bigger than the beam? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this is like a Conan the Barbarian type uh, I know. look. But in the same time, I'm like, man, did they have a shitty fucking plan? Of getting out of the prison. So you know what I thought fight. was yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I thought was pretty shitty about that breakout. If the guy on the other side of the barrier can control the barrier, mm-hmm. why did they have the guy where the prisoners could see the code entering yeah. the code? Yeah, so see, they got to do something to make that's make the movie here. What got me on that scene is that when they're shooting the guns to shoot people, they're not even looking down the sights. You hold up the gun to your <laughs> eyes, you look down, fucking Arnold's to the side, just like hip shooting and shooting the guy. Yeah. He's like, go oh, put in the code and do, 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 and the guy's dead. Then and take like, it outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how? I'm like, this amazing sight. It sets up like his character and like how he is, and you see like he's loyal to the guys that he was, you know, you know, breaking out of prison with. Yeah, his crew. Uh, he's yeah. loyal to his crew. That was my first scene. My second scene that I have is uh, the first time you meet Killian. I think that's good because that sets him up as like the main uh-huh. bad guy. You yeah, know? like the villain. Yeah. Bastard. And, uh, yeah. But he, he's <laughs> so good in that movie. It's kind of weird because he was, you know, the host of Family Feud. And you just see him yeah. back in that time frame. He's like, this guy's the host of Family Feud. And yeah, you go over and, and like kiss this, these women's hands. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, oh, go ahead and sit down Sub-Zero to kill that guy. But it, it just shows he's like. He was just all about ratings. Didn't give a shit about anybody lived or died. He just wanted his ratings. He wanted his money. And you're like, hey, okay. Yeah, I know this is what TV is about, baby. That's yeah. what it is. So after that, I got when Killian meets Ben for the first time, calls in all the favors to the Justice Department, and then he, uh, you know, offers him to be on the running man, and then he, like, you know, eventually, spoiler alert, that you're going to find out that he tricks him by getting... You know, Weiss and Laughlin, he says, if you do it, they're not going to be in it. But then later on, we find out that they're they're part of his team as well back in that. So they're reunited. The intro of Ben Richards into the game, uh, when they do the, the Butcher, Bakersfield, whole massacre and the whole crowd. Which, I, the funny thing is, like, they're booing him in, like, literally one shot. And they're like, ah, oh, I hate this guy, boo, boo, boo. And then, literally the next scene, when his clothing gets ripped off to see him in the like contestants uniform they're like cheering like it's the greatest thing in the world i'm like <laughs> you were just telling this guy to go fuck off and now you're like hey let's go let's do it and i'm like what <laughs> so that, i like that scene for some reason it was just you know stupid just because of that i'm gonna lump them all in together as all the fight scenes in the end okay. except for the battle of ben richards versus uh captain freedom on I I love that one because <laughs> it's like it's almost like a steel cage match that they're in and with like spikes and it was just like Jesse Ventura lives up to his old wrestling like gear and he was just like he was so great and he was like ha ha yeah it was yeah, just like taking a punch was, yeah he was like he was great he was Jesse Ventura was like was thrown a hundred in that scene. It was great. It was it was unusual to see him with hair. It threw me off for yeah, a minute. I yeah, had to remember yeah, yeah. Yes. that that was Jesse back in the day, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And the mustache, you know? But he lived up to, like, the persona of, like, Jesse the body mentor, like, how he was when he was a wrestler. And you're like, oh, wow. He was great. And then the final is, like, when Ben Richards comes back for revenge. You know? And... I told him I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, he's like... You know, that's one of my quotes that I have in there. Like, <laughs> All right, don't jump ahead. So I got you. Sounds good. Nick, you want to throw yours out there? Yeah, so it's simply for me any scene 
that has Maria Conchita Alonso. <laughs> Otherwise, there was very little for me uh, entertainment-wise. <laughs> the in introduction of her character was probably one of the best. Who is doing sit-ups? In lingerie. In lingerie. I'm like... <laughs> she has exactly just what like, I said to Brian. Yeah, like, I'm like... <laughs> So she's got to get a this, workout like, in, black, guys. Come on. Like, she know? comes home from work. She's wearing she, a black little teddy. And then she, yeah, black. she changes into a black teddy, not even some sort of workout gear. And she's doing crunches on this. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. This isn't happening. So oh, I had to rewind. Happening. I'm like, she's doing sit-ups and lingerie. I'm like, whatever she feels comfortable about. You know, it's her own home. I see how it is. While there's the butcher of uh, Bakersfield that's over there. But he thought that's it was his brothers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, she's got the same. She never changed the code to a door. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Yeah. What, a, what a shitty code. Four, four, five, five, six, six. I mean, <laughs> one more thing to add to on the badness of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to I'm gonna use an incorrectly grammar <laughs> sentence. Zachary, you can pick me out on this one. I know you're going to pick me apart, Mr. Professor, but that it is fitting for just how bad the things you see in this movie and blatantly, obviously bad. I don't know if this is what they were going for. I, I might respect it more if that's what they were going for. <laughs> but anyways, anything with Maria, she was she was you know drop dead gorgeous back then, and oh yeah, very uh, it definitely uh, brought my attention to the screen every time she was on there. There was there was more to not like than to like in this movie for me. <laughs> Where did you hide that? <laughs> that's none of your business <laughs> i got you so nick's at you for favorite scenes anything else Don't you want to throw in there ah uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no that that's that's about it for i me. got you so all right so we'll go on with what i got for me i want to say the opening sequence to the running man tv show with the girls dancing they're playing with the, the altered clips of the contestants got, got all the bells and whistles going on they, yeah. they're introducing everybody some of the like it's like funny because you see like the I want to say such a long it, dance routine. Oh my god, the long! But like, I want to say it starts from when you meet the contestants, where it's like the guy gets punched in the face. But I got punched in the face by uh, what was it? Um, buzzsaw. buzzsaw. Yeah, by buzzsaw. You know, it's a bloody nose, and eventually goes into like the the host saying like talking. I need this. I need that. The girls are dancing. They're doing this thing. Everyone's like cheering. I'm like, this is like, <laughs> I, this is unbelievable. This is what kind of production's going on? So, <laughs> so I, I I enjoyed that that scene. And the next one I want to say the. When the three of the, the group, they, they fight Sub-Zero in a hockey rink. I guess my next other scene was, I'm lumping together, was when all of the the, the uh, stalkers are get introduced before they go into the actual arena. So, like, you just see Sub-Zero come out. There's, you know, this Bond villain-looking guy. He was the, a Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> he's there, and he comes out with this, like, like the stick. you like, is that a hockey stick from what I remember? I can't really remember. And they call him Sub-Zero. I'm like... I think Mortal Kombat from back in the day, Sub-Zero kind of type, but it's not. So once he gets in there, next time you're in a fucking hockey ring, he comes out like in goalie gear and shit like that. I'm like, oh, that's his fucking shtick. <laughs> and so I'm like laughing. I, I liked I, that fight scene was great, and they had some of the best one-liners. There's a goal in there. The guy gets trapped in the goal, and you hear the, the buzz horn, and I believe yeah. goes off as he scores a goal. And oh, my God. <laughs> Surprised there wasn't a penalty box and some sort yeah, of right? some sort of pun going on. Oh, you're in the box now, or like two minute timeout to you. <laughs> I don't know, something stupid like that. And then I want to say another good scene was for uh, the, the introductions, Buzzsaw and Dynamo, especially with Dynamo. This fat slob is just singing opera, and he's shooting just his a waste of a character. Oh God, he's just <laughs> he's just singing waste of oh, that guy. <laughs> 
He's such a slob. Oh my god, he's like the mo- he, you see he's people of Walmart right now. When you, when you look at that <laughs> <Yes>. costume, <laughs> yes. he's just singing this beautiful opera, and he's. I feel like I seen him at the JG Wells commercial. You know, he's that guy that's singing, and so he's shooting the the, the lightning out and the electricity. And I, oh my god, it was so stupid. But that was why I pretty I laughed pretty much the hardest. Didn't he light up a sign and it said like it said, clap if you yeah, like clap if you love yeah, clap if you love, love dynamo. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I think that's why I laughed so hard. He was literally was so, like a human light bright. Yeah. <laughs> And then at the end, I want to say it was when Richards and the underground crew stormed the studio. And it goes back to the beginning scene of where they're shooting, and they're, everyone's just shooting their guns. They have like semi-automatics and automatic weapons, but yet they hit their targets without looking yeah. down the sights. I'm like, this is impressive. I go, you guys should have won a long time ago. You had better aim than the stormtroopers in Star Wars is going <laughs> on. So <laughs> that that's what I got from me. Yeah, I don't think anyone in the audience was shot. Yeah, which no, was amazing. not a single no, person. No, I, I think one person. I think I want to say. I was trying. I was gonna. No, there was. There was a girl. There was a woman who got. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, that was. I think that was the only. But person. I think she might have worked for the show, and they were yeah. just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I think it was by the uh, the actual security guards. Yeah, by the security guards. Yeah, they yeah. were. They didn't care who they killed. Yeah, they were just, they were shooting, just everybody. shooting everybody. Yeah. <laughs> shit, like, I'll hit somebody. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I, I'm earning my pay today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna learn today. <laughs> all right, so um, now that we got the foreseens, let, let's go on to favorite quotes. Um, all right, Nick, we'll, we'll start with you with this one on favorite quotes. So I, I, th- I actually do have quotes that I liked, and, and this is going to be corny and very dad joke-ish of corny. me. But um, any any of those puns that Arnold said, they they gave me a little bit of a chuckle. You know? <laughs> oh, man, they were uh, classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, half the, of mine are those. Yeah, I, yeah, I, the, I think those are all of mine are, actually. yeah. Um, you know whether it's the the I forget what he said for uh, Sub Zero. I got went, it. Yeah, I got that too. Right. Sub Zero, more like Plane Zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was something else about the neck too. Yeah. The, the joke about oh. the neck, a pun about the yeah. neck. Uh, what was that? I had, I have that one. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. So that one's like. Um, he was a real pain in the neck. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> because know, he strangled him. Obviously. Right, right, he right, right. Uh, Buzz saw it. Was he had a split? Yep. You know, it's just <laughs> they, they. He just kept coming with the puns, and that that I I appreciate. Hey, Christmas tree. So I, I guess here. there were yeah, yeah. Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there were two the, things that I liked Christmas about tree. the movie: I'm Maria here. and the puns. I'm here, Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> My bad Arnold impression. <laughs> Uh, that's good. <laughs> so that that's all that you had. That, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. All right. So I I have a couple other ones. I think I'm. This isn't the first time we're, we we hear the "I'll be back" from Arnold, but I do like how he uses it when he goes "I'll be back" and then Killian is right there and he just leans into him, only in a rerun. You know? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, ah, you son of a bitch! Yeah. I hate yeah, you, but that, that, was, that was good. That, that was, was a good. sneaky bastard. A great comeback and then hits from the him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. There was a. I do like the one when he meets uh, Amber for the first time, and it was like it was all a lie. I was framed, but the way he does it, it was just so perfect. And he was just there's this whole like Arnold Schwarzenegger like a night of him out. That when that happens, it was like telling a bartender I was cut off, and it was like, it was all a lie. I was framed. <laughs> <laughs> so it just that just makes me laugh every time I see that part because of that. Let's see, what else do I have here? I had the shirt for her, but you fucked it up. Like, <laughs> when Amber's telling him about, uh, we should have just stayed. 
like <laughs> oh the hawaiian shirt and yeah everything, going on vacation yeah yeah so that one was good but then she also said something like when she says she gets air sick and car sick and he's like she's like i may throw up on you he's like he's like no one's gonna notice on this shirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh another one uplink underground uplink underground if you guys don't shut up I'm going to uplink your ass and you'll be underground. <laughs> I don't I don't do requests. Oh, uh, he had to split. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I told Killian I'd be back. I don't want to be a liar. Then this one was from Laughlin. Don't let us down. I don't want to be the only asshole in heaven right before he takes yes, his final yes, breath. Yes, yes. The Richard uh, the Killian line. Who loves you and who do you love? That's a great one. Uh-huh. Okay. And then my last one is from uh, Captain Freedom. It's it's a sport of death and honor. Go to the gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like that robotic yep. gear on. Yeah. Yep. What is this shit? I thought it was R2-D2 from Yeah. <laughs> Not doing it, Killian. Yeah, and roids. Yeah. So, as I said, I have everything that, that Brian and Nick pretty much got there for going on. I'll go a little deeper. Did you get the old lady quote? No, she's I, in there. I got it. I just remembered that now. <laughs> I'll pick whoever the fuck I want. Yes, yeah, like, I'll pick whoever I want. Yeah, I, I like choose her. Ben Richards. So. He's a mean motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mean motherfucker. Um, so I guess I'll just add the one with the, where he's fighting Buzzsaw, and Buzzsaw's like Richards. I love this saw. This saw is part of me, and I'm going to make it part of you. Then they're they're fighting back and forth, and, he, and then so Schwarzenegger, Richards grabs this, the the saw and puts it between his crotch, and he's like, "That's all right, keep it." And he just slams <laughs> it up his crotch and shit like that. But it was all off camera. You know what happened? Yeah. You know exactly what happened. And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so stupid! <laughs> the fuck, the stupid ass puns." And I think I, the best one is probably my favorite. It has to be the Sub Zero one, where it's like Gillian. Here's your Sub-Zero. Now playing Zero. <laughs> I'm like, he's so stupid. Oh, God. They were very good. So that's what I had on top of all you guys. Pretty much Arnold had 90% of the lines in this movie, and they were just the simple, as always, all the other lines, the one-liners. Yeah. Out, like his all other movies. So, And that's what I got. So now I guess we're moving on to the, the movie awards. We're going to go with best quote. I'm actually going to nominate, though I just thoroughly enjoy I may have convinced myself previously that might be my favorite quote. But I think the best quote is when Ben Richards tells him, he's like, Killian, I'll be back. You know, bringing a little Terminator yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like doing a little cross-promotion on his own. I think that's the most notable because the I'll be back is, has always been, that's Arnold. Yeah, and just because at the fact that Killian answers back, like, right away and just goes, only in a rerun. Yeah. Only to him that he's the only one who hears it. And you're like, shit. This fucking guy was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a great, clever comeback. So I want to say those two, but most recognizable is the I'll be back one for the quote. Nick, you think you agree? We want to throw something out there on one of those puns and, oh, he had to split. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think just, just because of the back and forth of the I'll be back, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I, th- I think I have to agree that, that that might be the best quote of the movie. I, I still like, I, that's the one I'm going to go with, but I, I do like the other Killian one. Who do you love and... Uh, who loves you and who do you love? I'm like, that's just such a great line. You it's a very narcissistic line going <laughs> yes, out there. Yes. He's like, yes, I, I was like, I'm basically God because I'm all yeah. yeah, but that, but it was, it was so good for his character. We're up three points like, <laughs> on this radio on this show. I see. Okay, good. So now it was nine points. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I, f- I forgot. So, uh, all right, now we're moving on. 
Okay, so we got the best quote award, quote award out there. Now we're gonna move on to the best scene. I'm gonna nominate at when they fight in, fight in Sub Zero. Plain and simple, hands down, best scene. You walk in, the three guys don't know what's going on at this point. They come into some sort of arena type. There's some red lights going on in the background. There's like a fog going on. It looks like they're losing their footing a little bit. And then all of a sudden you see Sub-Zero come out in the full fucking hockey gear. Ice skating. About 300 pounds of Asian mass coming at you. And then he just slams the one skinny dude right into the net. The goal goes off. The horn goes on. And it's like, holy shit. Closes him in. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody help. There's, Somebody help me. There's razor wire around. And they're fighting. Now you realize what that, that sword hockey stick kind of thing is from when you get introduced in the beginning of the show. I loved every second of it. I think that was the best um, fight scene. Some, some down great there. puns in there. So, Oh, yeah. It's a great puns. It, you know, hang around. I think what it was. I can't remember. I can't remember. Pain in the neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a real pain in the neck. So, and uh, your, your your favorite line of the uh, Sub Zero is now what is it? <laughs> Sub Zero. Now, more like Plane Zero. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, take that, Killian. So okay, that's what I got. Nick, what do you got? I got an idea where he might go, but you know what? Let's let's hear from you. I, I you know, I'm gonna stick to the theme and. It's been an amber theme for me in this movie, so I'm going to stick to that, and and I'm going to have to say, uh, you know, probably our introduction of Amber and her workout program in the Teddy is that that scene <laughs> is probably going to rank in 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 my top scene of the movie. Yeah, not the one at the end was like, where did you where did you hide that? <laughs> nah, nah. What did you like to know? <laughs> so, I oh, he knows. Business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he knows. Yeah. In my ear. So I got, I got it. Okay, that's yeah. a that's a solid nomination right there. So, Brian, what do you got? For me, I'm gonna have to be a little bit different, but I will take it back to one of the fight scenes and the one that I wanted to see the whole entire movie, which is Captain Freedom versus Ben Richards. Oh yeah. And just how. Captain Freedom is is dialing it up as best as he can. He's going a hundred the whole fight. <laughs> the noises, <laughs> the, <laughs> the grunts, the the hair pull, and it just it's everything that I wanted in that fight. And it's just how corny it is makes it great. And I I just love it. It, it that's that just sums up that movie for me. That fight scene alone. <laughs> okay, I got you. So three different nominations right there. What do you think for the award? I'm going to have to go to the Twitterverse and see who might. I might have to go float over to with Nick on this. I, I, I'm going to have to say something, though. I think this is the first time all three of us have had a different scene so far. I, I think you're right on you that. Think that? Uh, Norm, I think every other time, two of us have agreed on one scene. And and uh, you know we've it's kind of been the majority. This is the first time that we might actually be defaulting to our listeners on yeah. on what the favorite scene is. This is true. This is true. Usually, I think it's the character we kind of get, or the quote maybe we go on. But uh, yeah, the scene usually we can usually get down on that. So we'll see. We have to look on back podcast, and maybe someone else can uh, take a gander there for us and see what's up. Okay, so we'll find out for that. Now we're going to go to the Best Character, Randy Watson Award. I know who I'm picking. I might have an inkling of who Nick is picking. He might have uh, hinted several <laughs> times earlier. But he may surprise us. I have no Never idea. Never going to guess. Brian? <laughs> Brian, what do you think? For as much as I have talked up Captain Freedom, he's not my choice. Ooh. What? Spoiler. Sorry to disappoint, but 
he's a close, close second. And a my, second. my my Randy Watson award goes to Killian. Just because I think he is phenomenal in this movie and he carries the whole movie. Just just by the way he is. Like everything he does and how he interacts with everybody and he just plays that complete dick and you know, his comebacks against Ben Richards and everything, and you're just like, fuck, this guy's an asshole. But Only in reruns. Damn it, is he good? Like, he he makes the movie. Like, if they had somebody else as, like, the bad guy, I don't know if this movie is as successful as it is. So, I'm going with Killian. It's a solid pick there. It's oh. a very, very solid pick. But, I, you know, I've, I've had a theme. <laughs> and let's, I'm sticking not, to I'm sticking to my theme, you know. <laughs> I, I gotta stay strong, and uh, I, I'm gonna go as Amber uh, for my Randy Watson. She stole it, you know. You think it's gonna be Arnold? You think it's gonna be Killian? But she stole it, stole, stole the, stole the award, and stole my heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Nothing else more to say about that. Just That's stole it. it. Running away with it. I for, got for it. everyone who's who can't see us. There's little hearts popping around Nick every time. Amber Amber comes up. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's like a special effect, but it's not. Okay, it's so, real. For, so for me, I'm going to go out with another uh, villain on there, but this one holds a special place in my heart because maybe he's such a goddamn slob. La, 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 if you love Dynamo. J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> We did cash out. <laughs> Cut the commercial amount of batteries. Cut the commercial. <laughs> Cut the commercial. I so think that that was Dynamo. a better job at the role than Dynamo did, Jay. You sh- if they recast, you should go for Dynamo. I, I, I honestly, my fat goal is to be as fat as him. I have to wash myself with the with the cloth. Like uh, Homer Simpson in one episode, wash myself with a rag. On yeah, the but yeah, 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 I love that episode. And um, that would that'd be great if 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 I could do that to be Dynamo. I just love he's a light bright. He has this stupid thing. He's wearing like a light bright bra. His guts hanging out. He needs a car to chase after the people because he's so he's just. I don't know why I like, but his helmet's he's, like a mohawk, and it's yeah. a stupid car. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a stupid car. <laughs> and I know I shouldn't use the word stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know but why I, I like him so much because maybe because he's just like this, this this people of Walmart slob over here chasing after <laughs> these people. He flips the car going up the uphill. I'm like you're out of your goddamn mind. I I laugh every time he's on scene because he's just like a, such a fool. I don't know that I enjoy it. He I nominate him, but obviously I'm not gonna win. I, I am very on the majority here, <laughs> so I feel like this is another one where we have to go pulled. No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> Excuse me there. So we have to go to the audience on this to poll on this one. Though I might heavily lean towards Amber, but Brian, you did have me at Captain Freedom for there. So I don't know. We're conflicted. You guys want to? Are you willing to uh, concede? Is that the word I'm using correctly? I mean, I could for it's, Amber. I could. Yeah. I'm not giving she's up. She's very. On, she's easy on the eyes. I'm not giving up on Dynamo. <laughs> the dude's wearing tidy whities and a fucking light bright bra. I, I really like. <laughs> How strongly you feel about Dynamo being the best is like how strongly I feel about him being the Adrian Balboa. Like it, it, I, I'm yes. like so yeah. strongly against this guy. I'm like completely everything you listed for why you love this guy is why I couldn't stand him. 
Okay. So you, not so only you, that, but he tried to take advantage of my amber. All right. So, so you're telling me you're not a chubby chaser. I am not about big boys. <laughs> okay. So I guess Adrian Balboa. Award. I, I see him, Brian. Are you I'm, agree I'm with gonna. The... I'm gonna agree with Nick, and he he said everything. All right. So <laughs> there's I guess, not much to add. To I that. guess uh, I was gonna say Killian, but you know what? I guess I got Apple on that. So. <laughs> So we very got easily, very easily, <laughs> and that will wrap it up for the awards. Let's go ahead now to the behind the scenes of little BTS. Here's what I got for a little BTS: Christopher Reeve, Superman, was once attached to play Ben Richards instead of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Very interesting type of casting. I can't picture it really. No, um, not at all. Nope, nope not, not happening. Admit. Okay, got Superman, it. yes. Running Man, no. All right, and so for the next one. Even with the various delays and protracted pre-production period, The Running Man was actually finished on time. For a summer release of 1987, there was a little problem there. Arnold was also starring in a movie, which we mentioned earlier, was Predator at the same time. And it was on a rival company. Fox was uh, d- doing the, uh, pr- the Predator movie. So TriStar, they said they were comfortable with potentially competing against Predator or at least somewhat overlapping with it. Arnold said, fuck that. I'm not using <laughs> it. I'm going to flex my muscles and say... I'm gonna push it back because Predator, Arnold knew that Predator was gonna be such a better movie than than The Running Man, so that's what he did. He used it and it had to be done, and Predator did amazing. The Running Man did. Yeah, Arnold is so like a, the biggest star in the world at the time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he had it. It was a clause in his contract, so he said delay the movie, and they had to. That's how it rolls. Last one. Many people who worked with Richard Dawson, the, the show's host, he also was on the game show Family Feud in 1976. Says that in real life, Dawson was much like his character, Damian Killian, in, in handling of his underlings. But he was a fucking dick. He was a dick on the show. I guess he was a dick to his guys. He was uh, the original, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, as she is now, supposedly. Got that Ellen. Asshole. <laughs> got that Ellen in him. So that's what I got for that. Anyone else got any other BTS? I know Nick not really hopping on it unless it's some sort of Amber BTS. Uh, nah. Brian? No, I, uh, I got two little, like, interesting little facts just because... Uh, for one, the first one would be uh, Richard Dawson and Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though they look like they hated each other in the movie. They were actually became lifelong friends. So I thought that was pretty cool that That's they stayed in touch. That's very interesting to know. Um, and then the second one is that dance scene in the beginning when they're getting ready to bring Arnold onto the Running Man show itself was actually choreographed by Paula Abdul. Go, Paula. Go, Paula. Go, Paula. <laughs> Okay, so that ends it for BTS. I'm going to bring it on to our lovely question of the podcast. Can The Rock make this movie better? Brian, do you think The Rock makes movie better? If we're just going in, in this format? If, he's, if The Rock was added to this movie, can he make this, better, this movie better, yes or no? Seems like you're struggling. Uh, maybe, but I, I'm not a full sold. I have something else for it okay. after, All right. we'll, after All right. we'll go. All right. Hold yeah. your tongue. We'll see that. I'll go with that. I agree. I don't. I want to say there's a remake. If he would, he'd be there. Maybe a gladiator type during this time frame. Sub him out for someone else. I don't know. Nick, what do you think? The Rock? I I, I don't know if uh, he necessarily makes this better. The only thing that I could think of is maybe he gives what Buzzsaw. He gives the people's eyebrow when he's getting, <laughs> you know, he shows like the people, like the, he does that little eyebrow That's look. That reminds me. When he's getting sawed in <laughs> half, you know, like that. Other than that, I don't really think I see him contributing Or he can much. Be a, you know, bring back his wrestling days. He could be, uh, what was it, the, the, the corporate champion when he was... Uh, he was a yeah. corporate. Yes, he was a corporate. He'd yes. come back. He's a, wearing a suit with the beats to shit. Somebody with the briefcases is his yes, uh, shtick yes. out there. I don't know. 
So, all right. Unsure about that. So should this be a sequel franchise made into a series? I'm going to go with, if this is a remake, I would take our buddy The Rock and have his Jumanji crew be part of it as the four main main stars. The Rock as uh, Ben Richards. Then you have Jack Black and Kevin Hart as his sidekicks. And then I forgot what her name is as the uh, as Amber. That's what I would do. And then the Gladiators, we can throw some wrestlers and some random people in there. That's just for me. Brian, you seem like you want to jump in on this. Yeah, for me, like if we're going to do an updated version, like I, I want The Rock in this movie, but he's not playing Ben Richards. I think it's too easy to put him in that role. So I'd rather have him uh, be somebody else in this movie. So my Ben Richards would be Chris Hemsworth, also known as Thor. So uh-huh. I think he would be a perfect choice. Um, you know, he's strong, he's fast, he could do a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, if you watch the movie Extraction, like, dude's a badass, and just watch what he's done in Thor. That's you a, know. Yeah, great movie Eno- Extraction. Enough, enough said. You know, like, I think he pulls the role off. And he has like that wit where <laughs> we're he friends pull, from work. Yeah, where he can pull <laughs> off those the 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 cheesy one liners and put a little spin on his own. So I think that would be my Ben Richards. My Amber would be Vanessa Hudgens. I think uh, you know she's easy on the eyes, so it would be yes. a yeah, she's be a very, nice very one. attractive. Uh, Killian, which I think this is what's going to have to make the movie, is going to be Jeremy Pivens. So uh, as long great, as he great casting, if he plays the same role that he did as when he was an entourage, if he just plays Ari, fucking money. I think that's a great pick right there. I think that's really money right do. there. Got me sold on that movie. Uh, Weiss, I'm gonna go. You need like a nerdy sort of guy. I kind of originally wanted to go with Michael Sarah, but I, he's just too much of a nerd. <laughs> so I went with Jesse Eisenberg. You know. Did you did you forget this is the end already? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I mean, but, really? but still, like Jesse He's Eisenberg, the original Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think Jesse Eisenberg is a little <laughs> more believable in this. Hey, hon, you want to sip? <laughs> <laughs> I fucked that up. Hey, hon, you want to use the bathroom? Who wants a sippy yeah. sip? <laughs> oh, hey, hon. Yeah. All right. Let's not let's not get totally distracted. Yeah, yeah. Not too we're far. We're gonna go. We're tangent. gonna go and yeah. But I, I think we know where I stand on that that decision. Yeah, Laughlin. I it was this was a tough one. So I don't know. I just I went with just like Tracy Morgan. You know, someone who could like put a couple little one liners in there and do a little something. You're not looking at him to be like a a big star or anything like that. Sub Zero was definitely someone that was gonna be tough. Um. And this was the one I struggled with the most. And I think I settled on Kevin James. You know, he's got the mass. You know, if he's Kevin James, how he was in uh, Here Comes the Boom when he was that UFC movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm all in on that. Buzzsaw, I went with Triple H. I could easily see that uh, with his wrestling days. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's obviously done some acting, so he's good with that. Blade 3. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fireball, (laughs) Terry Crews. I think that's a perfect choice to take over for uh, Jim Brown. It's just such a small role for J- Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, like he, I mean, I love it. I yeah. do love it. I do love it. But, but Terry Crews is a guy. I, don't, you I, I love. Maybe Terry. he speaks. A little, I love me some Terry. Maybe right? he speaks a yeah, little bit more. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta throw him a couple uh, more lines. Yeah. A so bigger, bigger Dynamo part. was another tough one to come across. So I'm Keep thinking. The same actor. 
<laughs> <laughs> so Dynamo was a tough one, and this was something like maybe to just take the opera singing out, and this is going to go bring it back to this is the end days, and I put Danny McBride in there. You know, he's out of shape. And... I still want to see Danny McBride try to sing opera. <laughs> Don't take it out. No, yeah, keep it out. And in. I keep might actually like Dynamo yeah. now. Yeah. I'm like, all right, him and Tiny Whitey's? Yeah, you, you, definitely, know, you definitely know he's going to be funny in that. So I think that's uh, that's my Dynamo. And then here we go. Captain Freedom is going to be The Rock. He doesn't have to be in the movie a lot, but he's just that old guy where, you know, like, hey. The veteran. This, this was me. I, I was killing guys. But like this ten years ago, you know, like can and, he can he have the mustache too? Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So that, all right. that may have to be written into the clause. You yeah, gotta have the mustache. <laughs> Sounds like a solid remake. Brian put some thought into it. I I like it. I like a lot of the picks. Nick, you can get along with that too. I guess that's it for us in uh, this uh, podcast of the the Running Man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let's go with our final thoughts, Nick. What are you, your final thoughts on this on this movie we had? Uh, I think my final thoughts are going to be, you know, give it a look. You know, I know I've been tearing it apart, but it was a, you know, a typical 80s movie. Uh, you could even say that it personified the 80s movies, we, you know, especially the action movies with the, the music and the fight scenes and oh, for sure. the skimpy outfits on... Girls like Amber, um, <laughs> the dancers, the dancers, yes, um, uh, yeah. But uh, you know, give it a shot. It's got its one-liners. Uh, it's not the best movie. It has not aged well at all. But it's definitely worth worth a look for sure. What about you, Brian? I know I'm the minority on. No, I mean the I, negativity. I, I I like this movie. Like when it's on, I'm gonna stop and watch it because I'm gonna be like, oh, it's the buzzsaw scene, you know, and then. You know, it's it's stuff that you're gonna have to watch. Well, I'll watch uh, maybe like the next commercial or something like that. You know, I'm not going out of my way to put this on. You know, to go hunt it down. But if it's on TV and I see it, I'll be like, oh, Running Man. Let me put this on. You know, and just like you're looking forward to like certain scenes and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I do enjoy it. You know, this is Arnold right at his peak of his powers, and he's just you know could do no wrong. So. I, I I like it. I enjoy it. I'm still going to watch it. So that's oh. it for me. Okay. That's it for Brian. And for me, enjoyable movie. As I said earlier, simple plot. Pick it up at any point of time. You can, you know what's going on. And that's it for this episode of Reels, Booze, and Bros. You can uh, look forward to our next episode. Our next episode will be the movie Any Given Sunday. Hope you guys are looking forward because we got the football Still in, still in play. We're coming up to the Super Bowl, but any given Sunday will be the next podcast. And you can check out our Twitter, and you can also look at us on our brand new launch website, reelsboozebros.com. It's reelsboozebros.com. We have all of our social media there and everything else. You can find all the latest information on the episodes and some behind the scenes there. And look forward to any given Sunday. Gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Listeners, until then. Peace. Oh, 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 dynamo. <laughs>